Welcome to the Scandinavian Mind podcast. I'm Conrad Olsson, founder and editor-in-chief of Scandinavian Mind, and I'm sitting here with my colleague Fredrik Ekström, editor-at-large, responsible for branding and sustainability. Hello, Fredrik. Hi, Conrad. Nice to be here. Very good to be here. This is the very first episode of our new podcast in our new uh, platform, and... Uh, this is going to be a recurring format and theme uh, published uh, uh, in our platform. Uh, and we talked a lot about how we should make this introduction. Uh, and I'm, I'm a bit scared now, actually, because what we decided upon was for you to interview me. Uh, you should be scared. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit scared. Usually, I'm in the driver's seat of of all these conversations, and and uh, um, so I, I don't know what to say really. Uh, take it away, Fredrik. Before we start uh, getting into the nitty gritty uh, industry insights, could you just tell me a little bit more about how did you come up with the idea of uh, Scandinavian Mind? Well, you know, as you know, I've been working with with magazines and editorial platforms my entire career, and and I was sitting down with with my co-founder Eric earlier this year to to sort of uh, find a way forward. And as as we all know, it was a challenging situation when when we were 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 looking at the future. Um, but I think for us, it was really important to look at you know where are we headed and what is the focus going to be on. Uh, going forward, obviously we come from the worlds of design and fashion. We've been doing a, you know, a great many projects in that arena uh, the past few years. Um, but it felt like we needed a different type of focus. Uh, and, and I think many people know me from also the menswear uh, field. I've been working with menswear, but you know, going going way back, I've always been focusing on on you know uh, fashion design, but also technology. And this was sort of uh, maybe uh, the best kept secret about me yeah. as a professional is that I've I've always been uh, super interested in technology, uh, super interested in what's happening in the tech uh, tech space. Uh, the past year, I've been you know totally nerding out on artificial intelligence, space exploration, you know, autonomous vehicles, all these kind of um, subjects that. I, I think traditionally, traditionally, you would just sort of put in the tech bucket, uh, but I really saw that these worlds were closing in on each other, and as we've seen the world of fashion and the world of design um, getting, you know, more and more challenges, but you know, one would argue also more and more opportunities. Um, in, and sort of uh, and such, and there's like like this huge need for transformation in these worlds that that we've been working in. I just saw that the only way forward uh, was to you know get many many steps closer to technology. Um, and you know I think that's that's the starting point. Mm. Uh, it took a while to to realize how to, and we can get into that, how to sort of uh, conceptualize this in a, in a sort of cohesive platform. But the, uh, the, to me, when we landed with the concept, um, obviously we come from 
from the sort of the Nordic values and and the the, the Scandinavian way of life and, and so forth. And that's very important for us. That's the foundation that we stand on. But to me, the sort of the key when I sort of unlocked the concept was when we found this this tagline: bridging lifestyle and technology. That's so that's where it started essentially. Mm-hmm. So bridging lifestyle and technology. Define lifestyle. Good question. Uh, lifestyle is one of those words that you, you kind of cringe a little bit when you say. Uh, you know, I've been working at lifestyle magazines, quote unquote, uh, before, and and sometimes when you use that word, it uh, you you get a, a an image of of just something that's very superficial. But I think uh, ultimately, it's it's the best word that uh, describes our way of life, really, and. You know, broad, more broadly speaking, you know, if if you want to generalize uh, and and put a sort of a sort of cultural based uh, arenas into one bucket, it's 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 kind of the best word, and and I think also it's 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 a word that's it's good because everyone sort of kind of understands it. So when we want to summarize lifestyle, we talk about you know uh, obviously fashion, design, but also food, culture, music. Um, uh, but then you can also talk about gaming and entertainment, and then you're getting again closer to technology. These are worlds that have been transformed by technology. So that's why I thought it was interesting um, to to create this little bit of a broader uh, platform that can span over these these areas. But uh, it's it's a it's a, it's kind of a generalistic term, but it's uh, it's um, it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so lifestyle, more cultural driven trends. Yes. Cultural yes. driven behaviors, and then merging that with a bridge into technology. Yes. Uh, describe the platforms. Where where will uh, where will this be taking place? Well, we, well, we we did a very sort of simple roadmap. Um, that you know, to me, you know, I come from you know traditional print magazines. That's how I started my career. So I've been working with sort of feature and editorial content from uh, stemming from 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 that arena uh, for the past fifteen years. Um, so it was natural for us to do, uh, you know, a, a, a roadmap with, which consisted of obviously an online arena where, where this content is going to be published, um, a biannual print magazine that's coming out later this fall, uh, but also in the event space, uh, uh, we're doing a, a conference. We can talk about that later. Uh, but these are arenas that we've been working with, or, or it's almost like tools in a way. Uh, I, I find no um, contradiction in, in being on all these arenas at the same time. I think they play different roles. So I think it's important to, uh, you know, we, we all live a digital life day to day, minute to minute. So that's important to, to sort of uh, capture people's attention there. But I think also, it, you know, it, it is important to sometimes do something that's more tangible and that's more, you know, concrete. And I think uh, a print magazine two times a year, I think we, we found that that's the best uh, um, uh, best way to do it. Uh, but also when it comes to the event space, which I always put forward, is doing different types of events, whether it be our own events or whether it be a conference or a party or uh, a pop-up at a fashion week or um, uh, whatever it might be, we always consider them to be equally, you know, arenas for content, uh, for the editorial content. So, and the editorial brand 
needs to be able to live in all these arenas in in the same way and that's why you know i credit my my co-founder eric and who is the creative director of 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 the platform for um that's really one of his true strengths is he's being able to visualize the brand um in all these arenas so we we move sort of seamlessly between them so that brings me into the next question because we have the online platform the print magazine the experiential events conferences it brings me into the, it's it's all about content isn't it so will you um, will scandinavian mind also be a content agency uh well i think you know the answer to that uh yeah no, uh, definitely and i think that's where we see the um the sort of uh, um the future for us in terms of the business model as well so we work closely with brands to create content to create activities to be a partner when it comes to um sometimes just building the the roadmap for how to you know exist in these arenas that we're talking about because it, it's such a um you know we we all know what a vast space the the current content climate is uh the the and i think many people are are searching for direction a sense of direction um you know you talk about the 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 you know you know you used to say that the 24 hour news cycle or the constant buzz from from everywhere and i think that's where we can play a role both with our platform we th- i think we with the filter of scandinavian mind can help our readers and our target group sort of navigate the the worlds that we that we want to cover but also it's a way for us to help brands uh navigate this world as well so i think the you know obviously i'm 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 you know this is the most most biased thing i will ever say but i think the need for editorial guidance the need for the editor has never been as great as now you know people talk about the death of print and death of traditional media and so forth i just I just see it completely the opposite. I think I think the need for uh for me and and my competence and what we do <laughs> in a way I think it's it's greater than ever because of everything that's mm. happening. I mean I have to say that you you could argue that the death of traditional media exists in some kind of way but not the death of content. Uh, the death of editorial content the death of, uh, I mean um, the knowledge of editorial content is absolutely greater than ever but sure sure uh, traditional think, media is changing no yeah and i think just the numbers speaks by itself i think the the uh, the amount of time we spend on content is is uh, way up every year um so so just the amount of content that we consume every day uh is getting greater and greater and you know i always i always um i've never liked the idea of talking about the death of something yeah. uh, and that's where actually my my sort of uh, nerding out on tech and 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 longevity and these kinds of issues has actually helped me in this regard because when you think about um uh if you if you if if you apply a, a more a longer um perspective on things uh this is where the world of tech likes to talk about you know we live longer and and we talk about how long the humans have been on this earth compared to how old the earth is you know it's such a short amount of time that some of these technologies or formats or arenas has been around so whenever people talk about oh you know the death of the print magazine is like well it existed for 100 years it played its role you know obviously you know now we need to move on but you know humans 
we're not going to stop communicating with each other. We're not going to stop uh, tribalizing ourselves. We're not going to stop talking about the evolution of 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 of, of you know our lifestyle. Um, so I, you know, obviously, I kind of. It's a dual thing for me. It's almost like a devil and an angel on, on my shoulders. You know, I grew up wanting to do print magazines, and I thought that would be my career for the rest of my life. Um, and and you could you could go down that rabbit hole of dwelling on that and being sad about that. But I just I just took another perspective and saw that you know it's about it's not about the format. It's about the way of communicating that's important. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about when I was studying in China and I spoke with a, a professor at Fudan University. Uh, this was in 2005. And right. I was like telling him that it was so great that uh, China was coming back with economic, uh, in their economic uh, development. Mm. And he just looked at me and laughed and he said that, you know, China's always been like this huge superpower we've only been um resting for 50 years right. Right. yeah right. so uh it brings me to the idea of, of um it, uh, thinking of the long a longer perspective no sorry no. but it's uh... i think it's important we're gonna we're gonna talk about that more on this podcast and and uh, with some some other people um that, that we're working with uh and and maybe we can just take a little bit of detour we can come back to some of the plans we have but i thought you know i've been talking so much so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna hijack the the conversation here again but let's let's keep it a conversation but uh i just wanted to introduce you in this conversation because one of the ideas of creating the platform just to give a little bit of context is that i really want it to be uh, a collaborative effort uh, you know, it goes back to, to uh, you know, I guess perhaps me as an editor, you know, I, I don't feel like my role anymore is to be this sort of, uh, uh, um, you know, dictator in a way. When, you, when you're an editor of a magazine, you're a dictator of all the content. We're working with a platform, it's more collaborative. It's more like bringing in um, uh, great voices and, and, and aggregating content and, and so forth. So one of the ideas I had was to create this uh, community of, of very sort of senior uh, personalities within different fields and uh, you know that's you know we've known each other for a while but but we found each other in in this way and and we call it editors at large editor at large so uh, maybe tell a little bit about your, yourself uh Fredrik. <laughs> i didn't see this coming i i agree um i totally agree with the idea that you have at this editor at large thing and it's also one of the things that i liked when uh when I was um, following the project, because when you're working with the different platforms and the different kind of content, it goes uh, one part of the production of the content, the knowledge and the strategy with it, but then also with a lot of it, uh, how it's going to be distributed and how it's going to be targeting different audiences in the different times. Uh, so when we started talking about this, I just felt that it was... Um, such a great opportunity to to uh, to be on, and uh, also combining the the editor at large roles with all the intelligence that is gathered in in the Scandinavian Mind ecosystem that mm. that that you have, and um, uh, to tell you about about my background is that I yeah I come from uh, the last six years I've been at Treetorn, 
working with the, as a creative director and head of marketing mm. for Triton in the European markets and founded the um, EcoCentures initiative, which is the sustainability platform. Before that, I have a background in uh, analytics and PR. So I come from Prime and, and United Minds uh, that goes back, which is um, United Minds is a brand agency and, and Prime is a, is a PR agency for the, the audience out there that doesn't know who they are. In my world, everyone knows who they are, but <laughs> I, I realize that people don't sometimes. Any yeah. Anyone working in media thinks they're, they're yeah. the world. Everyone yeah. knows about the world. but Everything centers around me. Sadly, yeah. that's not the case. No. <laughs> but I think no, it, it was interesting because uh, you've, you've really helped uh, strengthen in my belief that this platform can play a larger role than just being this uh, vehicle for communication or vehicle for, for launching things. And and when we started thought, talking about uh, how to build a Scandinavian mind, um, it, was, it was very much, I was, I, was, I was thinking about this idea of having an editorial operation also be a, a vehicle for intelligence. Um, so I'm curious, uh, we haven't mm-hmm. talked so much about this, yeah. but I'm curious from your end, seeing it from the sort of outside and you're seeing me and Eric develop this, what was it about the platform that you really, you know, that you really liked or you saw the potential in? Um, it's a few different things that, that I felt was the, like the, the, the tipping points mm-hmm. uh, when I looked at it. I mean, I love the idea and the, the basicness in the, in the name, Scandinavian mind, the mindset of Scandinavia. And, for me, working with a Scandinavian heritage brand for the last six years, I'm like, um, I know the potential of the Scandinavian values. In, you, you've in, seen that internationally as well. Yes, yeah, and yeah. everyone I speak to is like, they highlight uh, Sweden and Scandinavia to be in the forefront of mm. sustainability, gender equality, the talks about climate and ev- everything. Uh, so it's, uh, for me... When I looked at, when you presented the idea of, of um, reviewing the world with a Scandinavian mindset, to have like a Scandinavian uh, glasses on mm. uh, to look at it, it's, it was uh, very appealing to uh, to work with. And then I also think that, I mean, bridging lifestyle and technology is where the world is heading. I mean, technology is a, a part of our lives today. Mm. It's not like a satellite that you add in on, on things. So it's, we need to have that kind of perspective. But um, as being a um, communication and insights nerd, <laughs> that, that would, it drives me with the, uh, the intelligence of uh, seeing with first-hand data, first-hand information to see what people are talking about, what they discuss um when no one is listening and uh, they talk about things and gather uh, all that, gather all those insights and working with that is a, it's a new way of communicating, both in creating news and, uh, and engaging the consumers or the audience in, in, this, in this part, but also to be able to use it to write intelligence reports, more in-depth uh, reports of what's going on in the industry, what's going on with trends and transformations in the society Mm. that's super interesting and and, uh, you know 
we can uh, we're gonna talk in 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 other podcasts and on our platform uh, going forward. But we are actually gonna release our first report uh, in conjunction with our first print issue. And uh, you are writing that report is about the new sustainable consumer. Um, but what I what I really found in it's a couple of things I, I that I start thinking about when I hear you talk is is one obviously the the Scandinavian platform the Scandinavian values it it's it's so uh, it's I think I always talk about people within Scandinavia and try to explain to them what a force it is. Uh, and the potential of it and sometimes when I speak to other brands I'm like you need to put this front and center you need to put this out there that you are from this region because that's uh, that's such a huge value internationally and um, I, I I haven't seen that uh, deteriorate at, at all uh, uh, in, in the in the years I've been working with this um, and, and the other thing uh, that's that's very interesting to to put forward when you talk about how to build a platform is that we're going to do these types of reports, uh, which I think is uh, it's a new format for me to work with, and that's where we found each other uh, quite a lot. You have a lot of experience with that, and I think that's a, a super sort of interesting s- space also where you can sort of. Uh, I don't know, bridge journalism and intelligence. I don't know. I think, because I think, you know, journalism in a way or content, if you, you know, use that word, Mm -hmm. uh, people think of content as something really fast paced and maybe not as thoughtful and and so forth. I come from, you know, long form, uh, uh, long form journalism that you're working on with, with, with traditional magazines. Um, there's there's really something exciting here, and one of the things I'm really looking forward to the most is is releasing these reports and really being a vehicle for for knowledge. Uh, I think that's one of the things a platform, an editorial platform, can do better than any I don't know social feed or any one you know individual or because you know the content space is such so it's so divided into people doing their you know some people are only doing podcasts and some people are only known for their Instagram feed or some people are only doing this or that and, and creating a platform which which sort of ha- have all these components to it it's challenging but I think that's sometimes sometimes I think this is the only way if you want to bring real knowledge and real uh, change in a way to be a little bit pretentious because that's what we want to do we want to help um, these industries that we we love and work with help them with change and help them with transformation because I think that's that's what's needed right now. Definitely, it's um, I mean, <laughs> I'm just gonna jump back to something you said in the yeah. be- in the beginning there. I mean, it's um, what's going on in the world right now when you have so many um, uncertain things going on. You have. A, different politicians in different countries without saying any names that are not um, making the world uh, calmer. They're not making the world more safe or to be to feel secure in. Uh, more and more people are starting to wondering what's going on. They start to feel unsecure. They start to wondering what's what is typed uh, in social media what news are they getting how is this uh, angle towards them who is actually the sender of it so i think that more and more people today is also interested in getting a little bit more uh gatekeeped <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah uh the news sure. again 
just to bring different reports and stuff together and put it in and say like, so this is how we see it. This is what what they mean when they when they talk about this, when they write about this, and put it into reports so people can just get a little bit more uh, secured. Uh, uh, feel um, a platform for where where they can get news and facts in in a little bit more. Yeah, and uh, and there's so many um, developments going on in sort of the media field that I think is interesting, and it talks to this. I mean, uh, obviously there there uh, are those who look upon the the big the big social medias like Facebook and so forth, and their their ad model as one of the issues that that that's that you know that drives. Um, uh, you know, extremism or or anger or all these strong emotions because that's where you get a lot of attention. Uh, so they're sort of uh, wired that way. Whereas uh, you, on the other hand, you see this strong uh, a movement towards a subscription-based model. You can see it in many different areas. Obviously, entertainment with Netflix and Disney Plus and all those, you know, things. Soon you will have like seven or eight things we have to subscribe to. But this is a subscription model. And that does not drive um, conflict in the same way. Um, and at the same time, we're seeing, you know, obviously the, the big old uh, media houses that were able to survive were the ones that were able to apply a subscription model to their contents on so New York Times, Washington Post, Dagens uh, Nyheter in Sweden and so forth. Uh, but I saw an article the other day talking about the sort of the, the growth of of the indie uh, of the indie scene as well, and I think I think that's what's interesting right now, and I definitely you know would categorize us in that space where you have these smaller organizations, uh, 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 smaller groups of communicators working in different fields that are able to. Um, basically charge for their content and 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 be a um, force within that sort of sphere that w- they're they're working in uh everything from i mean i think that like the the traditional old newsletter is is having mm. a real renaissance right now everyone's talking about following the right type of newsletter getting because you're getting the right type of intelligence that's sort of trustworthy and fact based and so forth um, and you know, obviously, podcasting is is uh, is another big big uh, uh, arena. Yeah, I I think it's gone. I mean, I remember when we w- worked uh, back in yeah two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, when it a lot of it started. It's another and, time, right? Yeah, it's when pre iPhone era. Yeah, and then I mean, when when Facebook then then came, everyone was like, oh, social media is. Dem- uh, making it more democratizing, uh, democratizing, yeah. democratizing uh, news makes uh, so everyone can can. Uh, What's the death can, of news? Is yeah. <laughs> it, it's like then everyone's like, okay, before it was only like McDonald's and, and companies like that that could actually go out and drive an opinion right. with the, with their ads and stuff. Now, everyone could could be their own own brand and and, yeah. and communicating. And now the circle has gone so so long, so we, we don't want that anymore. No. Uh, we can see it, it's gone, it's gone bananas when when uh, with all the extremism and and um, dividing um, uh, people. So now it's getting, I think, a step back to be like, okay, so we want gatekeepers. Mm. We want someone to curate the information mm. that I get, mm. and we want to 
know who that is and you follow the person you trust. You follow the person that have the same kind of value system as you have. And if you have the value system and the, the trust with that person and if he sends you the news, then, then you also know that it's going to have the same kind of um, information that you're looking for. And, and I think that when, as you talked about the Indian newspapers and Indian in the platforms, I think those are the actually the strongest, strongest driving forces in cultural niche groups. Right. So, so the trend cultural groups around the world, they following different selected news outlets mm-hmm. that have, um, they don't maybe, maybe they don't cater for with all the kind of news, but they have like this snippets of news that they, that they want. So, like for Scandinavian mind to bring out um, the Scandinavian values, Scandinavian design, Scandinavian technology mm. uh, for these kind of trend-setting groups around the world. I think it's it's really strong. We can see it everywhere, how, how it goes from blogs that drives up to be full media conglomerates. And, right. and exactly. And, and if anything, if I can only sort of dream about where we're going to, you know, land with with this platform in 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 the eyes of our readers it is to be you know like part of their like daily news digest so to speak you know i know i you know i follow a certain amount of newsletters and it's everything from the super niche to uh, the 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 big the big players like new york times and and uh, and so forth so if if we can become that in these arenas that we work in um both from a sort of Scandinavian perspective to have, um, we always talk about, you know, we know that we reach the, the, some of the most important um, uh, tastemakers and industry insiders and, and sort of, uh, you know, t- tip of the pyramid type people. Uh, if we can get them in the industries in Scandinavia, but also globally in the world, people who are curious about uh, uh, what's happening in, this, in the Scandinavian space and, and perhaps ultimately which is the sort of the ultimate goal you know having people view the world from a scandinavian lens mm. uh that it sounds perhaps pretentious uh it's a good but, mission yeah i think it's yes. i think it is and i yeah. think it is and but but so uh, that's that's sort of my dream scenario to have uh you know a, a significant am- amount of, of people that uh, subscribes to our content uh, and using it in that way to to uh and that's all, that's also what we can see i mean we know when we look at the distribution of of the content we can uh, we can see it there was of the global trend cities that that we uh, uh that we follow and that follows us mm. you can see that we have more in common with tokyo new york london yeah. berlin than yeah. we have maybe with i won't say any name now but with other <laughs> with other cities but we 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 can see those global st- trend cities and and as you say i love that that vision um that's going to be to to get people the tastemakers in those cities to uh, look at the world from a scandinavian perspective yeah and maybe it goes without saying but we're obviously talking english and the platform is in english so we want to be a global uh, global platform that way um, yes i would some... i would start learning japanese <laughs> i think that maybe that's the next <laughs> yeah. step right Okay, so, I mean, Conrad, 
you and I, we could do, um, we could always speak, uh, speak <laughs> forever, right? We could speak many hours about this topic, but uh, let's let's wrap it up. I mean, you and I can talk about these topics for hours, and I think the audience now as let's not torture them too long that's why we do yeah. snippets of podcast episodes coming yeah. coming forward this week snippets in three hour uh <laughs> long oh, episodes is, some people are doing that so yeah. we'll see so but uh let's wrap it up with some key insights from from this um from this episode conrad could you give me like the four things the four key takeaways uh for the audience Oh, that's 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 yeah. As an editor, I should be able to do that, uh, you know, in, in my sleep. But I think you know, obviously, bridging lifestyle and technology. Um, it, it sounds simple when you say it, but it's. I think it's a new step for for many. For many, it's a new step for us. It's also a new step for many of these uh, area uh, industries that we are working with. So we want to encourage that. We want to cover the intersection of that. But we also want to. Uh, help help brands work in that field. So we want to be the platform that that uh, that creates those meeting places, and uh, I think I guess we just encourage people to get in touch. If you feel like you have content, you want to be a contributor. If you have a brand, you want to you know be visible in the platform, or even work with us from an agency perspective. I think uh, just uh, welcome people to to get in touch. That's good. Good things to look ahead, and I I want to add two more things. Sign up for our newsletter, and if you're a, a contributor living in uh, Tokyo, New York, London, or Berlin, uh, give us a call. Give us a call. Uh, we're at scandinavianmind.com. Uh, you search for Scandinavian Mind on all the platforms. You find our social feeds. Um, uh, until next time, thank you, Fredrik. Thank you, Conrad.